There we go. We should be live. <clears throat> well, hello everybody and welcome to the second episode of the Kubuntu podcast. I've got Mugger Tea with me here. My name's Rick Timmis. Delightful to see you. And uh, introduce yourself, guys. Hey, guys. I'm Aaron Honeycutt. Hello. I'm Ovidio Florin Bogdan. Okay. Well, it's good to see you guys again for show number two. Uh, I get this feeling that uh, the show is going to improve as uh, by the time we get to show 100, we'll be positively amateur. Um, anyway, so um, let me just get right into what people have been doing and what we've been up to. Uh, so, uh, what have you been up to since I saw your last video? Oh, that's a long story. Uh, okay, so I'll start with the absolute latest news. I got a new book, so to show you that I'm a human and I do do stuff. Uh, okay. Okay. But besides that, let me. Let what me was the book? What was the book about? The book is a Russian book translated in Romanian. Uh, it's called "The Nebulae from Andromeda," written by Ivan Efremov. Aha! It's been recommended to me as a sci-fi book, and I've read a short description of it, and it really seems interesting. So, if anybody wants to read something in spare time. Uh, I think I will recommend it when I finish it. Okay, okay. so now back to I don't to more... read Romanian though, so I'm going to struggle with that. <laughs> <laughs> so now back to more on-topic news. Okay. Uh, so uh, recently, that be recently that was a few days ago. Uh, there has been a new uh, Plasma release, version 5.3.2, which. Uh, most the biggest news and the thing that makes me more uh, uh, happiest is finally I can shut down my computer properly. <laughs> uh, there was a bug in Plasma that uh, when you click on shutdown, uh, seldomly it didn't do anything. So, yeah, and now now it's been fixed. So, yay to that and thank you very much to the developers. Uh, okay. Good stuff. Uh, I'll, I'll put the announcement uh, in the show notes. Okay. okay. Uh, so, another thing. Uh, the website, the new uh, Kubuntu website, has mm, been fully great. migrated. It has been fully migrated to uh, uh, on WordPress, and right now we just have to make the final checks to make sure that everything's okay. Uh, copy over the new. Uh, uh, posts that have been fallen behind, sin behind since the freeze. Uh, copy those, make sure everything is okay, and then just and then launch it. Uh, okay. So right now I'm waiting for some feedback from the Kubuntu community to see. Okay, is it ready for development? I've sent an email about that. I'm waiting for some replies. Uh, hey, by the way, guys, send the link to this uh, on IRC if you haven't already. Yeah, Aaron's got that covered. <clears throat> Aaron's done that. Uh, in uh, Devel, so people see it. There I you. got it. Aaron's got it? that magic. Okay, okay. Yep, we've okay. done that. Uh, okay. So, and besides that, oh, I've made a new release with uh, the team for the website, version 
So it's still below one. Uh, okay. There are still a few things that I want to ch uh, make sure that are perfect. So it's not a release yet. It's just a pre-release. So a new, never mind. This is, a new, this is a new release of the website code. Cause no, of, of the website theme. The website theme. Are you keep, are you maintaining that on GitHub? Is that what you've been? I'm, yeah, I'm maintaining that on GitHub on my on my uh, account. Uh, good good point. Okay. I should uh, give a link to that. I'm yeah, grabbing it right link now. To that. Pop a link in the show notes for that video. That'd be really okay, good. Okay, um, I'll t I'll type it right now. Uh, site almost published, ready for publishing, and there, link is in. Okay, cool, cool. <coughs> okay. okay. So, uh, next, uh, there, there's a new uh, official uh, Kubuntu Romania forum on Kubuntu forums uh, on the Kubuntu forums site. Uh, I'm gonna have to kubuntuforums.net. I'm going to have to post a link to that as well, uh, which I'm hoping to become used by the Romanian community. Currently, we are uh, kind of split into many places, and I'm hoping to unify the support in that forum, in the IRC channel, and hopefully <laughs> maybe uh, some kind of uh, stable community that people will always be... Uh, Always have a place where to contact and make and be sure that someone is always there online. Okay. Uh, yeah, so that's, that's, that's good and that's the, important. Yeah. Currently, the new forum is still empty. It was. It, uh, it has just been created, uh, but I plan to fill it with uh, some snippets and links to the manual Aaron has been working on, uh, which he'll talk about. Uh, and the last thing, what I want to say is I've been uh, researching on Poodle. I hope I'm pronoun pronouncing that right. P-O-O-T-L-E. Mm -hmm. uh, it's a web interface. It's a web application written in uh, Python with the Django framework, uh, which helps uh, translators uh, translate uh, open source or not, not any, any kind of applications. Uh, it's... It's awesome in just a short, short a few words, in one word. Uh, it's awesome. Uh, it, it can do many things. I'm still researching the documentation. Uh, every time I'm commuting, I just open my Kindle and start reading the documentation. Okay. So heavy, read, heavy reading here. <laughs> uh, but, okay. I mean, this is something you, you've been quite a, uh, you know, quite a long time... Um, well, in, in fact, you've almost been the kind of single point of drive for the Romanian translation uh, of Kubuntu, uh, if I recollect that correctly. Uh, no, actually, uh, for Kubuntu, uh, for, we should get this into, when we get into what is Kubuntu, we should talk about this. Uh, trans Kubuntu translations, per se, are actually KD translations and some Ubuntu translations. So in KD translations, there's a Romanian co community there translating. In Ubuntu, there's already a Romanian there, a Romanian team translating. So there are teams uh, in both on both sides. Uh, what uh, what I've I've been contributing to both and and at LibreOffice and other stuff, others. But I'm not uh, I'm not the only one, and I and I'm not even the most active translator out there for okay. for KD and for uh, for Ubuntu. So 
there are many people who deserve more thanks than me for translating the applications. Uh, but uh, what I want to do with this is first have it at have with Poodle. I want to have a test run for uh, Kubuntu and test uh, translating the manual uh, Aaron is working on, and also have some use this as a research for implementing this in KDE. So this way would this would allow more people to contribute with translation and uh, give give suggestions of what would be the best translation for each uh, scenario. But okay. uh, on this on this uh, a report will be given most likely after academy. Since there's a lot of work to be done on that, so I don't want to talk more until I about this until I settle it. Okay. 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 So Wow, sounds good you've been really busy. That's it for from my side. Excellent. Cool, cool. Okay. Um, so, Aaron, um, let's jump over to you because I know uh, both of you guys are getting uh, getting revved up for Academy, of course. But uh, what have you been up to uh, just recently since we saw you last, Aaron? What have you been up to and what have you been working on? I've moved over all the documentation to restructured text and I use Sphinx to shoot out some HTML and CSS and I have it on a website on my uh, VPS. That's... Let me throw... Where it is... Yeah, I checked out your link to that uh, when you fired that out onto the mailing list, and uh, I was very impressed, actually. I'm, I'm really getting more and more impressed with the restructured text and uh, Sphinx. It seems like a really good tool, and you've done a really good job of that so far. It's looking very good. Thank you. And it has it's mostly all automated, too, so it doesn't really need any output from me or anyone else. We like automated. Most definitely we do. Trying to throw that link in the okay, yeah, that's about it. Uh, I put up some Trello cards for uh, me and Ovidio to work on a theme for it because right now it's just using one of the default themes that's included. It's Sphinx. It has a uh, fully search features on it too, so I can search the entire documentation. I cool. can't. I can't add up to Ovidio. He has more skills than me. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Aaron, can you show us uh, a few snippets of it? How it looks? How it? How it have you arranged it? Um, I tell you what. Um, maybe if you get, uh, why don't you see if you can get a screen share set up there for a minute? Um, and uh, and um, um, whilst you do that, uh, maybe I'll give give the folks a little bit of an update, uh, just about a couple of things. Um, those of you in the uh, in the live hangout, you won't have heard the uh, the uh, podcast theme music. But you remember from the uh, first show that we ran, we put this competition up. So we're going to produce a um, 3D printed KDE cog, and uh, we're going to uh, mail that out to somebody, whoever chooses or suggests some good theme music for the podcast that we can use, uh, Creative Commons or, or sort of an open licensed. And uh, whoever's uh, whoever we choose, we'll we'll send that cog to. In the interim, of course, we needed some music to uh, to uh, to give us a segue and give us an intro. So uh, the theme music that you've listened to at the beginning of the podcast and the segue intros and on the outro is actually called Carolina Shout, and uh, it's uh, an old 20s piece of music from the 1920s, available on archive.org, uh, played by Fats Waller, the great Fats Waller, and uh, Jelly Roll Morton. Uh, so. Um, what I've been doing this week is uh, trying to, well, since I saw you guys last, was getting a bit of a, a, a simple tool chain set up using Ubuntu Studio so that I can basically pull the audio from this video hangout and produce it as a podcast 
and then share that with you guys um, up on Google Plus at the moment. We've got some more work to do, and I know some of the people in the Google Plus community were asking, hey, where is the RSS feed links and so on and so forth? And we will work on that and build that out. And um, <clears throat> I'd like to think that maybe we could make that an aspect of the Kubuntu website. Perhaps there'd be a place on the Kubuntu website where the podcast and an RSS feed might be able to go. What do you think of it, you? Uh, sorry, sorry, I missed that. I was preparing to send the link to a web IRC for people, uh, and I missed. Oh, okay. Sorry. That's all right. So, um, well, basically, I was just suggesting that maybe uh, with the new website, as we get it together, we'll obviously have uh, hopefully a little bit more control and input over it. Maybe we could create a place or a space where we could put the uh, Kubuntu podcast RSS feed. So oh, that people course. could subscribe to the link and be able to get access to the show, etc. Yeah, of course. Uh, we can we can add mo much more stuff right now to the with the new website. We can add many more things, uh, but uh, there are a few things we are limited to because of the hosting. But they shouldn't affect us. So we can add pretty much anything we want in, in there. And also we want to add, besides that, uh, we want to add some g uh, graphics that we have for Kubuntu. For example, I have this. Uh, I forgot where I put it. Here somewhere. Sorry. Yeah, I don't know where it is. Uh, I have, I've printed, a, I found it. Yeah, <laughs> sorry. Uh, <laughs> I've printed the case. This is just a prototype. I also posted this on Google+. The prototype for the Kubuntu 15.04 case that will be uh, available at Academy, but this one is the Romanian version. Okay. So inside it has uh, some description, and of course, in here where the CD stays is the Kubuntu logo. Oh, so nice! This is, this is a very, very well made. And well, this is just a prototype. But actually, the whole design to this uh, is credit to Aaron. Hey, so not only has he been doing re restructured text and setting up Sphinx, you've been uh, you've been doing some uh, design studio stuff on the CD case as well, Aaron. Yeah. Yep. Using GIMP. Whoa! Cool. Okay. Okay. Um, so. Um, how did you find um, the process of generating the artwork and getting everything kind of geometrically lined up in in GIMP? Uh, did you use GIMP throughout for the whole tool end-to-end? -to -end? Yeah. I uh, got a PDF file from Michael Hall from the design team at Ubuntu, and they sent me the sketches and stuff, and I just drew around the design where it would be cut off. That's really good. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. So, well, I think this is, I mean, certainly as we go, one of the things that's kind of on my, uh, like, to-do list is to think more about these kind of promotional ideas, uh, so promotional materials like that for distributing Kubuntu and getting it out to more people, but also promotional ideas like, you know, events and going talking at events and, and getting involved in more things like that and having a stronger presence in the community. Uh, but I love what you've done with that um, with that CD case, and uh, I'd really like to get hold of some of those for the UK, um, so, just so that I could kind of distribute them around. The one not I the, have not the Romanian version. The one I have here is black and white because I don't have a colored printer, but the actual one is pretty colorful. 
it's and where are you getting that, are you getting that manufactured by a, a printer or something in in Romania or something no uh, this is uh, being done by uh, the Ubuntu community I believe Aaron knows more, more about this uh, oh, Michael Hall okay. talking to the guys who the company that does Ubuntu printing and using the Ubuntu donate uh, community donations to fund it Oh, excellent. That would be really, really good. That would be really good. Okay, so, um, well, now, whilst we were talking there, Aaron, were you able to get a uh, a, a little bit of a screen share set up that we can uh, take a look here at uh, the new documentation for Kubuntu? This should work. Does this work? Yes. Yes, it I does. It. Let me increase you the want to, uh, video can size. You, uh, can you set your screen share to present to everyone um, so, that, uh, so that it locks it up on the screen? Okay. There you go. I have installation guide. So all the screenshots uh, are made by Aaron, if I remember correctly. Yeah, except for the ones that are using Windows software, I didn't make yeah, those. Yeah, we don't use windows. windows. Yeah, quite right. Quite right. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't take this one either. Someone else did for me because I don't have GNOME set up. Okay. And then I have screenshots going through the latest installer, fifteen oh four. I really like the clean layout. Actually, one of the things that kind of, uh, you know, when you see, when you read online documentation very often or online uh, information, there's very often a lot of stuff on the left hand side or on the right hand side, and a lot of cruft. And I, I find that really difficult to kind of read online like that. I love the cleanness, clean style you've got here, Aaron. I think we should. Re it's really important to keep it that way. It keeps the focus on getting just that key information out to people, which is what they want. That's why they come to look at the manual and the docs. So according to what Rick just said, the task I had to make a theme for this website is done? What? Oh, I would say, I would say so, yeah. Using um, the stock theme? Yeah, using the stock theme. Well, we can make the header blue. Yeah, that, that would be top-notch right there. Um, you see that the search works, too, so it searched for anything with Kubuntu in it. Yeah. So and what we have to figure out right now is how to get the strings to be able to translate them, add some uh, localization buttons so you can switch languages. Uh, we're we're going to have to figure that out. Well, Sphinx puts out uh, PO files, and Poodle takes the PO files, and then you do that, and then it pops out pot, .pot files. So that's... Yeah, and how, do, how does Sphinx read them back? That's the question again. And how do you sw switch languages in Sphinx? You well, I certainly the think, um, for each language. I definitely think that spending more time and energy on the translation side of things and making you know making it accessible to people in different uh, in different languages has a lot more value than doing any kind of theming work or any kind of uh, you know for me to my eye that I just think that looks really lovely. It's just really clean. It's like it's like a book. It's what you would expect to see from a written manual. Uh, so I think definitely, yes, yeah, spend the, the time and energy that we have got, the resources that we have got on doing some translation work and uh, and padding it out like that. That would be m add much more value, I think. It's really great. You've done a superb job, Aaron. This looks really, really good. We are all proud yeah. of him. <laughs> yeah. And obviously this is going to be um, connected and linked to on the website too, isn't it? 
Yeah. Once it gets released and everything. So um, the, the new website will launch, and uh, uh, incrementally we will add all this, all these new features. But the current thing really is good. just get, get like Aaron said, get our baby out the door. Yeah, I agree with that. I agree. It's been a long time. It's it's been a long time that we've been, you know, sort of sitting with the old website and the new theme and stuff. It's been, you know, rumbling away and developing. And of course, these things take time. But it's really exciting right now. I mean, I was looking at um, uh, just yesterday at all the links you posted into Kubuntu Devel for the for the development website and obviously the uh, the other one and just. You know, just I, I'm really excited about the way the whole thing looks. It's just new and fresh, and uh, you know, and a really good job has been done of it so far, and it's looking really good. So uh, definitely encourage people to go and check that out, um, <coughs> which you can find out the details on Kubuntu Develop. Forgive me, I've got a little bit of a thing in my throat. One moment. Check out the EPUB. That's the EPUB generated from the documentation. Generated from the Sphinx. So, as far as I know, we can generate many different kinds of uh, files image. from that. You, you can do PDFs, you can do EPUB. Uh, what else can you generate from it, Aaron? I'm PDF, EPUB, HTML, like I showed. Um, those are the formats that I know of. Awesome. Cool, cool. Well, guys, you, uh, Aaron, you've been doing an awesome job, and uh, obviously people should go and check that out. We'll put some links in the show notes for you to go and uh, have a look at that and check it out and uh, have a look through the documentation. Uh, of course, you know, use that in conjunction with the Kubuntu disk to overwrite your current operating system and come join us in our world. <clears throat> Okay. You don't have to overwrite. You can you can do all boot until you get used to it, and then. No, don't do that. Don't do that. <laughs> don't, don't do things by halves. Like, you know, take the bull by the horns and do it properly. <laughs> <laughs> Just come and join us. We're friendly, lovely people. We're we're itching for you to get off whatever you're using right now. Get using Kubuntu. Come on down here. Come and join us in IRC. Come and get involved. Come and see. And with that, let's um. Let's move on into, well, actually, I say move on to the next thing. Um, you did explicitly say that I had to, uh, I had to um, absolve myself for... Uh, oh, you're really going to um, say that. <laughs> yeah, so, so, so angle bracket, insert audio, angle bracket, slash, insert audio. Right, I'll put that in there. Yeah, yeah, okay, I hold my hands up. I don't answer my phone very often, if ever, because, yeah, I'll just, you know, people always just want to ring up and talk to me, and, you know, I don't want to talk to them. So, uh, so poor video, you've been trying to phone me for about a day and made many, many calls, and I did see, actually, the stuff you sent me on Telegram this morning saying, you know, can I call you? Where are you? And, um, but, um, I, um, but I, in, in gen being really genuine, it's absolutely true. I don't answer my calls very often. So if I don't look at the phone and it's ringing, I just let it go to answer phone and I'll deal with it later because I don't. I like to do one thing at a time. But if I do see that it's you, you calling or somebody that I know. So if I did see it was you, you calling a video, I'd looked on my Ubuntu phone screen and seen that. I would have answered it. Okay, so it's nothing personal. Uh, so you know. By the way, Rick, uh, this is some some news on your part that you forgot to mention. You you have an Ubuntu phone right now. 
Oh yes, I do. Yeah, yeah, I have. Um, I've got that. Um, in fact, in fact, it gets better than that because um, the the story goes. I bought one Ubuntu phone just as a, a test development one for my wife, and uh, so I gave that to her to see how she would get on with it. She really liked it. She thought it was really good. Um, I was so impressed with it. I thought, do you know what? I'm going to buy one. Um, and then that impressed me so much. I thought, you know, I've got two young, two daughters, and I thought I just want them to be the coolest cats in school. You know, I want them to be the coolest kids in school. So they've both been rocking up to school for the last uh, week with their Ubuntu phone, showing it off to all their friends with all the, you know, Everybody with all. wondering, what's that? I, yeah, what absolutely. That? You know, that, wow, that, that, it looks so nice. The card stacker. I've got it up here on the on on the screen. If I hold that up. Uh, to the camera, you can see, a bit of luck, if I can do this, uh, but you've got this, like, you know, the applications that are running in the cards. Everybody's showing off that part, but show off the rest of it. Show off the okay. uh, menu well, you icons. Can, uh, show, show off everything yeah, else okay. that is great. All right, so, well, here's, um, here's the menu with the icon, icon bar out the side. Yeah, so you can see, kind of like, just like you would expect uh, with Unity. And then uh, anything that you want to do with uh, the phone in terms of finding out, um, well, anything to do with kind of the system settings, the network, Bluetooth, and all that kind of stuff is all, all on the top here. Uh, let me give a shout out, actually, to one of the applications which I'm so impressed with. Uh, the guy that wrote this, this is called uh, Podbird, and it is a uh, podcast downloader and aggregator for, um, uh, for Ubuntu phone. And uh, and it, it they've done a really great job. You know, you can add, it'll automatically download and queue things, download them uh, overnight onto the wireless, and then set them all up for you. You can manage all the settings in it. It's a native application that just works really, really good. And I um, see that you're subscribed to Floss Weekly. Oh yes, I am. Yeah, I'm subscribed to Floss Weekly. And um, well, let me just people don't forget to Floss and to listen to Floss. Yeah, Floss Weekly, Linux Voice, Linux Action Show, At Random. Um, the At Random podcast is another one of my podcasts, actually, a broader sort of So you're listening podcast. to yourself? Yeah, oh, yeah, I like to listen to myself, yeah. I mean, there are times when I want to stop talking, and that's when I like to listen, but really, if I'm going to listen, I only really want to hear me. <laughs> um, uh, one more thing I'd like to add to the news section. Uh, yeah. This uh, autumn, in the... Between the dates of 6th and 13th of September, it's going to ha happen. There's going to take place a uh, KD sprint, sprint in Rwanda. And the topic for this is to focus on tablet slash smartphone and touch platforms and make our software fit for them. So, based and further work on this. So, they will mostly work on uh, the Plasma. On, I don't know if Plasma, but they mention here a few applications, Touch UI for KD in Live uh, or for Android, and uh, optimize applications for a touchscreen interface. So this is going to happen this September at uh, the Rwanda Sprint. Ah, well, okay. So that, I've added that's... a link to this as well. Uh, people may join. Uh, well, people, uh, KD developers, because this is a sprint where people gather to develop, to work, to make software. Uh, okay. Yeah, great. Well, we've got that. I've seen that just appear in the show notes. Lots Currently, going there on. are 57 people planning to go. Wow, okay. That sounds really cool. 
Um, so I was just giving a shout out about Podbird there. So I just want to mention uh, three people here. Michael Sheldon, he's the creator of Podbird. Nakhalesh Ramanathan, who's the other developer. Those are the two guys that, that wrote it. And uh, Kevin Fider, who's the designer. Those guys, hat tip to you folks. Ace job. Podbird, love it. Absolutely awesome. Ubuntu phone. Wicked. Listen, don't don't even think about it. Just go and get one. They're only uh, they're 160 euros, and that's not locked to any network. Go figure. You've got to go get one. Um, and also, whilst we were talking there about uh, obviously KDE Plasma Active and porting to get things running on uh, on Ubuntu phone, one of the uh, so uh, a really a really lovely person who I uh, I like to consider a friend is Scarlett Clark. And um, she's just posted into IRC that she's uh, planning to put Ubuntu phone onto the KDE continuous integration platform. That's Jenkins that we're using for that, uh, so that we can begin porting KDE apps to it. So, woohoo! Nice one, Scarlett. Awesome. Nice job. <clears throat> that sounds really, really good. And she will also be at Rwanda. Oh wow! Okay, 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 okay. And where, where, where? Now I don't know where, where in the world Rwanda is. Uh, just follow that link. There's a open street map, and it will show you exactly where it is and what you have to do to join. Which country is it in? If I remember correctly, let me check. Switzerland. Switzerland. Woohoo! Okay. Well, I suppose I could go there, but I'm only any good if you want somebody to make tea and toast, because uh, I'm. My uh, I'd love to go, but unfortunately, I have some uh, uh, prior stuff that uh, forbid me. I can't go. I have some stuff that I need to take care of in that period. Oh, unfortunately. okay. <clears throat> Not to worry. Well, look. But, I tell but you what. since this is uh, for me and this is the last uh, Kubuntu podcast before we go to Academy. Yes, it is. That's right. So, and we've got more on that. Uh, a little more on that when you come back, because we're going to get a report from Academy yeah. and another heads up as well. Uh, we in show one, we got very excited about Full Circle magazine, and uh, we were looking at that and telling people how they could go and find out more about Full Circle magazine, awesome open source Creative Commons license licensed uh, magazine that you can download. Go find it, FullCircleMag.com. Uh, on our next show, uh, we got Ronnie who is the producer of Full Circle Magazine. He's going to come on the show and uh, do an interview for us, tell us about how he got going, the tool chain that he uses, what inspired him to create the magazine, what the background is for it, and so on and so forth. So uh, nice one, Ronnie. We're looking forward to, uh, to getting you to come down here to Kubuntu Podcast and join us. So don't miss that in show three, review of Academy and an interview with Ronnie from Full Circle Magazine. Okay, guys, <clears throat> I want to move forward quickly because we've uh, used half an hour of our time already and we've got 30 minutes left. We really need to get into uh, what Kubuntu is and, uh, and start uh, giving, getting some more lowdown and more information on that one. <clears throat> I wanted to start this off actually by starting right at the very beginning. So, you know, we just take for granted Kubuntu and Linux and we kind of take, uh, we accept that it's known in the mainstream what it is, but it still does not have that massive market share that people really kind of understand that. Uh, you know, Linux, GNU Linux is a completely acceptable and totally viable alternative operating system for your PC computer, laptop, to 
uh, Mac OS or to Windows 7, 8 or Windows 10. Okay, it's uh, that's what we're talking about. We're talking about a computer operating system that comes with a whole suite of application programs that you can install and set up on your hardware, um, or you know you could buy a machine with it on. Um, so that's the important distinction, really, is starting at that very beginning and getting to know what that is. Now, um, <coughs> show people about the show. Show it while. So you're talking? Yeah, absolutely. So why don't we get something set up for a moment? I mean, we've seen the new website and we've seen the documentation, um, but let's start at the beginning by just telling people a little bit about what Kubuntu is as a distribution. So, <clears throat> so I, so maybe I'll take thirty seconds to just describe that. You, you while can video describe while I'll try to set already. up the, the screencast. Yeah. <clears throat> Great, okay, so a video is going to set up some screenshots for the live viewers uh, who are watching this on YouTube and you can find out more, you can see that shortly. So Kubuntu takes uh, the GNU Linux distribution, so that's the underlying operating system and the many, there are many, many flavors of uh, the operating system. Uh, Linux is the kernel, it is the, uh, a little bit like kernel 32 in Windows um, or the kernel that drives uh, Mac OS X. Uh, we merge that together with a whole series of GNU tools that come from the Free Software Foundation or Free Free Software um, FSF, um, and that gives us a base computer system on top of which we can install and develop many many more software. The Ubuntu team at Canonical take those sources of GNU Linux kernels and many many applications that are produced and provided and packaged by many developers across the whole of the planet um, and those are all aggregated together by the Debian project. Debian produced a whole range somewhere in the region of probably more than 30,000 different applications and pieces of software from in all kinds of different things, almost anything you can think of, there are software tools, more than one, several software tools that will be able to give you a solution. Those things come from Debian. What uh, Ubuntu does is they then package that and make this very accessible to human beings, make it nice and simple to install, make it accessible, make it look beautiful, add uh, Unity desktop to it, for example, and so on and so forth, and package that up, deliver it to you as a installable, workable, alternative operating system that you can run alongside Windows or run alongside Apple Mac if you wanted to, or you can just use it exclusively, uh, as many people do. Now, Kubuntu, what we do is we are a flavor of the Ubuntu Linux distribution. What's special about what we do is that we work very closely and carefully with the KDE uh, community. KDE is a platform that is built on a software framework called Qt. Uh, you'll very often see this uh, identified with Qt. People very often call it Qt, but it's pronounced Qt. It was originally developed by Trolltech. And that platform is cross-platform. So it means that you can run um, KDE applications on Apple Mac if you want. You can run them on uh, Windows. You can run them on Linux. Um, and indeed, in actual fact, you can actually run them on iOS and Android as well now with the new And they're um, developing SDK. To, they're, they're, making, they're working on it to work on uh, Windows Phone as well. So I yeah. think there's already a need for, for uh, Qt working on Windows Phone. So basically you can run Qt applications on anything that Qt has been ported to. And right yeah. now it's not just about the operating system, Qt is also working uh, on embedded systems. There are many companies right now using Qt to make uh, 
uh, applications for their embedded systems. So there are many cars right now uh, running. Uh, their their interface on the screen is running Qt. Is using Qt to display the control panel and notifications and everything. So so what uh, so basically what, what the Kubuntu flavor of the Ubuntu distribution is doing is taking that Qt framework and taking the the KDE K desktop environment software developed by that community to create something really friendly, really flexible, really beautiful. And uh, have you got some of those screenshots uh, ready now, yep. video? Could yep. we take it's a look? Already, it's already so, important. So uh, I'm going to present yeah. there's a screenshot and uh, screen share and uh, take us through it and let's show us what uh, what you've got there, video. Uh, please, can you please confirm it? Okay, this should be visible right now to everybody. So this is the stock install. Not visible. Not visible. It is visible now. That's great. Thank you. Okay. I don't know how you did that. You should teach me. <laughs> okay. So now it should be visible to everybody. This is the stock uh, install of uh, the latest Kubuntu. Uh, so as soon as you install it, you, you are presented with this screen. You have a widget here showing the what the files that are on the desktop. Uh, I know most people are used to seeing seeing this uh, these files directly on the desktop, but uh, KDE by default it shows uh, it shows it like this in order to allow people to customize what they want to see on the desktop. For example, with this widget you can choose not to show the desktop folder. You can show a different folder, or you can you can customize. You have a bigger range of customization on how to custom, how to display all these uh, files to show thumbnails, don't show thumbnails, size, uh, icons, all kinds of details. When you use KDE applications, you need time to search through the through the settings. There are many things you can customize. Uh, sometimes there are so many that you actually get bored, but sometimes there are so many that you have something to do when you're bored. Okay. So take uh, us for a test drive around then and uh, show okay. us what so it's this, like. This is the panel, the which is which is very similar to what uh, other desktop environments have, including Windows. If I click on the K menu, you are presented with uh, the favorites. Th these are the favorites application applications, uh, which people may choose to remove from favorites if they don't want them, and then go to applications. Go to internet, choose a different application. For example, I remote connect from time to time. Then I need to add this to favorite. There, this is added here, and I can quick access it. Okay, uh, applications. These are organized by categories, as most uh, other Linux distributions do. They organize the applications by categories. So now let's just get that, get that right. The, all of these applications, you said this is a stock installation. So that yeah. means when you in, it comes with all of these applications out of the box. Yes. So everything right now is uh, installed. It uh, comes out of the box. Uh, mathematics and science. You have formula editor from LibreOffice. Uh, yeah, this is the same. It's in two categories. Uh, graphics. You have document viewer, painting, uh, application image viewer, scanner, applications, screenshot, uh, what else? Internet. You have a torrent application. Most people use torrents, not for piracy, but to download and share ISOs and other big files. Uh, 
Bluetooth manager, aggregator for RSS, IRC client. I'll just skip through these. Uh, instant messaging application. Uh, what else? There's now we Fire talk Firefox comes by default, and many others. You can just walk around through these and see. Now we said I said in the introduction there as well that there were you know more than twenty thousand different applications that are maintained by the Debian project. Um, is there a place to get more software? Um, for, of course. Or just go and download that from the internet like you do on Windows, just go and find some exe files or so when, you, that when you open this menu, when you open this menu you can just when you op it's open you can just type in there. If you search for a specific application you can just find that. For example I'm searching for Firefox and just type for each letter that I type then you, the search is updated. So if you need, if you want more applications, I believe you can also do this. Yeah, you can just search for software. Okay. If if you you can search like this, but and the name of the application is Muon Discover. This is the software center that comes with Kubuntu, and through this you can discover uh, new applications. Okay, so this is like an app store. This is the App Store for Kubuntu. Uh, so they are also categorized here, and you can see uh -huh. some of them uh, sorted by popularity and by rating. But you can also search. Uh, you have a search box which is focused by default, and you can search in there for something. For example, if you want to edit videos, for example, I type in here video edit. And you see here applications for video editing. Uh, what I want to show exactly uh, is the KDA video editor, which is right here. Sorry, I scrolled back. KDA in live. It's ace. I love. That's a great, great video editor. I use that. Really good. See the description. Uh, the screenshot. I see it's not loading for some reason. Uh, and from here, just click install. It asks you for the password. As usual in Linux, you cannot install, you cannot modify system level uh, stuff except by using the password. This is one thing that makes it very secure. So yeah. I just type in the password. So this was a stock install. Because of you guys, I'm ruining my stock install and I'm installing something new. <laughs> But the point so there is that there's right all now, that software a small progress that you can bar, just which is almost invisible over there, which shows that it's downloading and it's installing. When that will be done, you can just click on this button and the application will open. Meanwhile, while that is installing, you can return, you can go back to search, you can go back to home, and let's go to games. And the desktop's very is certainly going to be familiar to people who've been used to using Windows, because obviously the the little you know where you get your main menu is in the bottom left hand corner, and on the bottom right hand side you've got you the usual sets of widgets, time and calendar and notifications and things. So yeah. it's a, a familiar setting for people who have used Windows who might be considering looking at this. If you click on the clock, you can see the calendar. You can also edit the clock settings so it shows you the date, but if you just hover it, it shows you, well, it's localized in Romanian for me, uh, it shows you the day of the week and then the date. You have here sound. Oh, this is something that I really want to show everybody. You Something you don't have by default in Windows. When you're listening to something in KDE, in any Linux distro that has KDE on it, 
when you hover the mouse over the sound uh, controller, you can just scroll from here. And the volume goes up or down. If you, yeah. if you just click the scroll on this, it will go to mute automatically. And when you click on this, you can uh, adjust the individual uh, sound uh, from each application. There's so many things. I mean, I there, use... There are uh, many things. If I were to present everything, uh, I would need much more than an hour, and this is just... This is just a of quick course, presentation. Of course. Uh, for example, uh, this is a clipboard history. Shows you what you've copied recently, and you can select a, an older link, an older uh, uh, element. This is the network manager. This is this tells me that I have updates. Here I have other stuff: battery and brightness, device notifier, KDE Connect, uh, printers, and many other things, which, when so, they are active, they are shown here. They are not hidden. But right now, they're hidden. Mention, I should mention KDE Connect while you're there, because that's a direct integration between your Android phone and the KDE desktop. So you can have uh, text messages arrive on your phone and notify you on your KDE desktop. You can get files on your phone and share them straight onto the desktop or backwards and forwards. Um, so you've got a whole bunch, a whole range of ways for that to happen and that just happens directly over Wi-Fi. So so long as your phone and your laptop or your desktop device are connected to the same network, not necessarily, you know, your phone connected to the Wi-Fi on the same network, the two will see each other and then you can share that information and you've got that seamless integration. And, uh, and what a video is setting up here now are just some of the desktop widgets that just show you just some of the simple customizations. Uh, and this is the kind of stuff that makes, uh, you know, KDE and Kubuntu just makes it so beautiful and really nice to work with. It's this subtle flexibility and control. Uh, it's just really, really, really awesome. Um, we've got a lot to get through, guys, so I'm going to press on uh, a little bit here. But uh, whilst I talk and move us on in the show notes, we'll leave this presentation up and uh, um, a video will start building out some more things on the desktop for you guys to see if you're watching the Hangout Live or watching this on Ubuntu. But uh, I'm just going to drive over to uh, Aaron for a moment and see whether you could just tell us a little bit about how you could go about getting hold of um, getting hold of Kubuntu. Uh, Aaron, where do where should people go, and how do they go about doing it? Do they need to get a disk, or how does that work? How, how can people get hold of Kubuntu and give it a try? Kubuntu.org is the main website, and then IRC chat rooms and mailing lists. Okay, okay, and uh, and so so uh, so if you go to Kubuntu.org, you download a uh, download a file or. What, what uh, this image called uh, .iso, and then you can go to the manual that'll walk you through burning the ISO to a USB or a thumb drive. Okay, and so we've got instructions on how to do that in the uh, in the documentation that you've been working on, which is what some of the screenshots where we saw earlier. Yes. Yeah. I'll so, put that in the show notes. And uh, so people could uh, so maybe people can burn a disk. Can they use a USB stick? Yes, yeah, I believe the minimum is should be about two to four. I would recommend four gigs thumb drive. Okay. Yeah, so we get a four gig four gig thumb drive. Download the file um, on Windows uh, or Mac or whatever, and uh, and then so once so so you've you've followed the instructions and burned it to the disk. Then what do you do to get get it up and running? 
you plug it into your computer and restart it, and then you have there's a special key to sitting on a laptop or desktop to boot into the thumb drive or CD. It depends okay. on the manufacturer of the laptop or desktop. And uh, now, obviously, I'm going to be worried if I'm using my Windows PC and I've just downloaded this file from the Internet. I'm going to be worried about what's going to happen to my computer when I boot off this disk. Uh, what's going to happen to my Windows files and uh, all of the stuff that's on my computer to start with, Aaron? Nothing at all. Everything is run live and no Windows files or anything is affected until you say so. So when you say run run live, what does that mean? It 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 run, is it running on your computer medium. or? It's run running from medium, the USB or DVD. Okay, okay. So ah, so if I've got this, if I've downloaded this and made my DVD, it's going to run from my DVD and the uh, the computer um, the discs in my computer are completely unaffected. So I take that DVD out and boot my computer back up, and it just goes back to Windows exactly how it was before. Yeah. Yes. Excellent. So I think the point I wanted to stress there, the point that we're trying to stress to people listening to the podcast or watching the show, is that you know you can try this uh, completely free from implication. You just go and download the ISOs, have take a look at the manual page, and you can see straight away how to how it'll show you walk you through making that disk or making that uh, USB key. Then you can boot your machine, and you you can try Ubuntu uh, and play around with it like a video is doing. You can set things up and look at the different things that are installed. And there's no obligation to install it. Remove the disk or remove the key and go right back to Windows if you find you didn't like it. And uh, here on the screen, you can see uh, a video zooming in for us. You can see this uh, part of the boot process. So when you boot off that disk or you boot off the uh, the key, you get this this choice to try Kubuntu, which is this non-destructive thing Aaron was just explaining to us, or of course the second option is to install Ubuntu. Um, now, in that, can you tell us a little bit more about that situation, uh, Aaron? Is that just going to is that just going to wipe when I press that button? Is that just going to wipe my Windows PC out, or what's going to happen? It's not going to wipe it out immediately. It's going to ask you which setup you want to have for the installation, whether you want to do a boot with Windows and Kubuntu or wipe uh, Windows off and install just Kubuntu or you can specify very precisely which setup you want to do. So, ah, so you can see here in this picture this is sharing. It's sharing the... So it resizes the current partition and it uses the, the, free, the remaining free space. Ah, okay. This so, is the default. So it doesn't affect your current installation, whatever that is. It can be Windows, Mac, another Linux. Uh, when by default it suggests that it resizes the current the partitions. So if there isn't any free space already, it resizes them uh, so that it has enough free space to install. Okay. So let me summarize that back so that I've, we've got some real clarity there. So it's going to take. Uh, in this install process example here, it's going to take the, the Windows or your Mac or your whatever operating system you've got installed on your hard drive. Uh, the installer is going to really smartly look at that disk and find out how much free space is available. Then it's going to take some of that free space and, uh, and split the disk up so that it can install Kubuntu into the free space. And then you're going to have a machine that has got two, two operating systems on it, I suppose. So, 
Yes, have two have or more, depending how many you have. But yeah, let's go with two. So, uh, so how are you going to know which one you're going to be booting into then? When what when you up? when you boot up? Yeah, you're going to be presented with a menu to pick which operating system you want to boot from if you have multiple. Ah, okay. So at boot time, when I get my little splash screen comes up, that's now going to be a menu, and it's going to say, "Do you want to start Windows or do you want to start Kubuntu?" And I can just choose. So I so I can have two operating systems side by side and choose which one I want to use each time I boot up. You can have up. You can have as many as you want. I think it depends on if you're using a master. What is it? M M. Master boot or UFI, it depends on which partition type you have on the hard drive, but that might be a bit out for this demonstration. Yeah. So, and, and we can see some images here that a video is sharing with us, and you can see his. Uh, it can look something like this, but this is not the actual image. This is the only one I found quickly that's big enough. Okay. It, yeah, this, I must admit, I'm say, keeping. say Ubuntu or Windows or whatever you say, have. Let me go back. That one will work. Yeah, yeah. that's a good that one. one. That one has one. Yeah, but it's quite small, so... That's okay. Ah, yeah, no, that's really good. That looks really good so now. This, is, this ah. is about how it will look when you boot up your computer. And from here, you can use the arrow keys to choose uh, whatever you want to boot. By default, it always boots the first one. If you want to change the boot by default in Windows, that can be arranged. So, so then, so, so here, even whilst we've, so our, you know, our new users that are experimenting with Kubuntu, they've tried the, tried, made the DVD, they've tried it out, they decided actually, you know, I like this, I'd like to install some more of the software. They can share this, uh, share their machine off, and then they're still going to get this non-destructive choice. So all the time, their Windows installation, their Windows operating system, or whatever a Mac or whatever they've got, is safe. Is safe, yeah. Yes. This is this is how I first migrated to Linux. I dual booted a lot until I got used to how the environment works and how how the applications work. And until more applications became available for Linux, I dual booted. And when I felt ready, I just gave up Windows. And right now, I don't have any Windows running in my house. Even my my brother, my mom, my wife, everybody uses Linux now. Well, except my dad, he still uses Windows, but that's going to change. <laughs> that's why I like positivity. That is going to change. Absolutely. And, of course, why wouldn't it change? As we saw there when we were looking at the desktop, I mean, it's just, it's gorgeous, isn't it? You know, all the, I've gotten the him right and... now to use own cloud, but, and he will use Linux later, but it's, <laughs> it's progress. He uses own cloud now. Yeah. Yeah, own cloud's really good. That's a really good tool. Okay, so we've had a look at the doc, had a look at, uh, at how to get get it, getting it on a disk, installing it. We can see that that's nice and safe and easy to do. And there's a nice bit of documentation there we can find out. But uh, obviously, you know, people are going to be coming to this new. They've got some documentation. They've got the website they can go to. But you know, everybody needs some help sometimes when you're doing things new for the first time. So uh, you know, you're on your own. You're you're playing about with this. Where do people go to get help? How can they? How, how how can we help these folks that are trying to try this out for the first time? What can we do about that, Aaron? You can head over to the uh, support tab on the documentation. I'll give you some links to uh, the IRC and mailing list to uh, ask questions.
Okay. So uh, the IRC, now, that, now, of course, we take for granted what IRC is, but uh, that, that's basically Internet Relay Chat. Now, obviously, most of the time, what people are going to be doing is they're going to be trying out Kubuntu. Maybe they're, maybe they're trying the live CD, or maybe they've just dual boot installed it, and they now want to get some help to ask, how do I edit a video, or what do I, what do I use to get, how do I get my printer connected? Um, a video, is there any way you could maybe set up and show us uh, how people from the live CD can get access to some help uh, straight there from within the, uh, within the Kubuntu software system? Yeah, of course. So this is the stock install. Let me close a few widgets here so it's cleaner. OK, so uh, you can just launch from here. Go to Applications, Internet. IRC client. Okay. When you open it, it creates a default identity. You can just click connect. And here it goes. It's, it's taking a second to load it. There it goes. Okay, okay. <coughs> so but this I is... see that it doesn't ah here it is. Yeah, here it is. You click on Kubuntu channel. And you just type in, and someone in there is going to answer. Hey, yeah. This is live okay. chat. You can talk to people. People will help you with what issues you have. And if someone doesn't answer immediately, just be patient. Don't wait 50 seconds and then just leave, because we won't be able to reply to you. Uh, if you want to, if you can't wait, then I recommend you use the mailing list or the forum and leave a message there and you will be notified when there's a reply if you if you can't wait. But uh, if you can wait for a while, I recommend you leave this window open. Uh, Aaron, could you give me a message and mention me? Meanwhile, I'll minimize this. On what, IRC? Yes, on IRC mentioned me as the user. I just I've just sent a message to, so it's just a video right now. So I'm I just. I did. Uh, you added an exclamation mark at the end, so it didn't. It did. <clears throat> okay, then do it again, please. So while I'm just doing here my my thing, did you send me a message right now? Yeah, the default settings. The default settings are not set to do that. Can change well, those for fifteen ten. Oh, you should be changed. Then. So what we expected to to happen was a notification like that one. When someone uh, sends you a message, yeah. you can see that these are highlighted in red. Thank you, Scarlett. Uh, you can see that these are highlighted in red. Uh, let me see if I go to configure notifications. New message, but I'm yeah. If you click for... click on new new Nick mentioned Nick mentioned in Nick chat. Mentioned. You want it? Nick mentioned it on the top. On the but top? we should get a, we should get a bug raised for that to get that uh, changed in fifteen Curie, Curie, Curie works. Curie works. I don't see it. Sorry, Nick. The third one on the top. Right now. 
in the top top. So oh, this one. So basically, we've got uh, for for you guys that are wanting to to uh, you know get involved in the community. Uh, while these guys get this uh, this little demo set up to show you what's going to happen uh, when uh, when you would see this, obviously you've got that instantaneous feedback, and uh, and we really do welcome people if you're trying out Kubuntu, uh, come into the IRC and let us know. Join the channel. There's a whole bunch of us that are in there, and uh, you know, hey, give us a little wave, jump in and say hi. I'm new. You know, hi, I'm new. Trying Kubuntu or whatever, and uh, you. You know, we'll be there, we'll help you out, and we'll encourage you. And one of the things that uh, the Kubuntu community and the team, we really pride ourselves on, uh, is this idea of being the friendly computing uh, community. Uh, Kubuntu is friendly community computing, you know, that everything is is very beautiful, very flexible, lots and lots of settings and things that you can change to get things just the way that you want them. Uh, we want computing to be really friendly and work well for you. And of course, our forums as well allow you to post more complicated questions or more things that you might be having other struggles with. And uh, we'll notify you back by email um, from the forums as soon as people post a response or answer your questions. Uh, so, you know, all of us that are here at Kubuntu, we're all, you know, at, right out there, you know, to welcome you and to help you along. And um, how's that demo looking, guys? Did you get it fixed? I asked a question on IRC, how do I get uh, the video drivers installed? And Aaron replied to me, and I opened uh, the application he recommended. And here, here I see what uh, drivers I want to install. I can just select, okay, I want this, and this, and may, let's say I don't want this. If I don't understand these, uh, uh, and I can just copy paste thing. I, no, I can't copy paste. I should be able to copy paste this message. Sorry, guys, <laughs> you'll have to write that. Who <laughs> copy copy that? No, for future shows, never do live demos. <laughs> no, live demos are good, but uh, and you, we should note, we should write these down to so don't forget them, because these yeah, are these are things that can be very useful to people. So, so I can select text here, but I can't select it here. So this should be fixed. Take a screenshot. Yeah, yeah, you can get a screenshot. Uh, you just press, press the uh, print screen button. Or print screen, yeah, that one. And I think well, this is running in a virtual machine, so it might not be. Yeah, it, it ran. It ran outside of the virtual machine. It didn't send to the virtual machine. Sorry, uh, you can't see that. So, so basically, well, it just opens the case snapshot. The important thing is that the help is right there instantaneously, and that's something that's really important to understand. It's the difference between an open community software distribution. So you are not going to get that, uh, you know, instantaneous chat support uh, on your Windows machine and you're not going to get that on your Apple Mac um, you know whereas with this you're going to have that instantly available to you there and there so you can ask questions and as I say once again you know we really want to encourage you even if you haven't got a question pop you know, open up the IRC channel connect come and come and wave come and say hi say hello to a few people we'll be really pleased to see you because of course we love to see people experimenting with the software that we all work so hard to develop uh, and to put out there and to work 
on. Um, well, guys, of course, we are just running. I mean, we're run over over the end of our show now, so we've really got to uh, start wrapping this up. Um, but we have covered the, the key points that we, we wanted to do. Uh, we will post all of these show notes up into, uh, Google, into our Google Plus channel. We'll copy and paste those uh, into our Google Plus channel in a moment. And, uh, and then look out, of course, a little bit later in, in about a week or so, and we'll have the show notes and the podcast made available and made ready. Um, so uh, I'm just going to hand over to uh, uh, a video and Aaron for some final comments, and I'll be back with you shortly to say cheerio. But uh, a video, have you got uh, any final out, uh, final parting comments and things that you'd like to get across to people in these final couple of minutes? Yeah, sure. The, so uh, the last thing I want to say, go to kubuntu.org, and from here you can find um, everything. You can get Kubuntu, take a feature tour, watch uh, watch a few screenshots, and read a, few, a bit about how Kubuntu works. You can see here the technology is used. If you need help, you can just go to find help. Here you can see commercial support, free documentation, community uh, community support, and other stuff. And you can, if you want to contribute, just come here, go to the contribute section. You will find here more information about how you can contribute to this by development by testing, you don't need to know programming for in, or, in order to contribute. You can test applications for us, you can test the installation, you can help help us improve the documentation. Uh, if there's something that you think in the documentation is uh, misinterpreted or uh, not explained properly, you can help us with that. You can help other users, if you're more experimented, you can help other users by giving them support. You can just be available in the Kubuntu channel and if someone needs support, offer it to them. And, of course, translation. Uh, not only to translate the, the documentation and offer localized support, but also we have uh, localized teams in many different, for example, uh, if I go here, where do I go to see the local teams? I think it was a bottom link. Yeah, here, if you go to community, uh, yeah. if you go to community, you see here the live chat, uh, web forums, uh, and here are the language support in these languages for Kubuntu right now. Uh, Fantastic. You bugs, you, and don't forget to follow us, uh, and by us I mean Kubuntu and Kubuntu Podcast on Google+. But uh, Google, uh, the Kubuntu project is not just on Google+, you can also find Kubuntu on Facebook, Twitter, and LinkedIn. Awesome. Fantastic. Then, thanks very much, Avidio. Uh, thank you for all of that information, and I think that's going to be really useful to people. And uh, Aaron, so uh, uh, some final parting comments and pointers, uh, pointers from you. Anything else that you'd like people to know or people you know, should be paying attention to? Uh, please go through the documentation for errors, typos, and those such things, and suggestions for improvements, because it's just me writing right now, so I can always use some improvement and help okay. with it. So the documentation is not just this. Uh, Aaron, mostly, you take from uh, the what I'm showing right now on uh, user base? Yeah, it's all on user base, and I move it over the restructured text. So if they contribute right now, where should they contribute? On user base? user base, and I'll just pull and put on the, the GitHub I have right now. Okay, and once you have that up, uh, how can they contribute? What, the GitHub or that one? 
the new documentation you're working on? Well, I'm just right now. I'm just using user base as a way for people to freely edit. Then I'll just move over the changes to GitHub and build it with Sphinx. Okay. That's the easiest oh, way cool. for people to contribute to it. It's the wiki. Excellent. Okay, okay. so well, listen. It's been a real. Uh, it, 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 I, I just love doing this podcast. It's so good, and uh, I'm finding that uh, the great thing about. Uh, hanging around with you guys is I'm learning stuff too and there's this kind of knowledge sharing going on we hope that that comes across to you guys out there uh, who are listening and watching the show we really want you to feed back to us as well and tell us what you'd like to see in the show if you've got guests or people that you think we should get on and talk to to find out more about things then let us know and we'll get in touch with those people we'll do the legwork and we'll we'll try and get those people on uh, like we did with Ronnie from Full Circle magazine um, follow us on Google Plus we are plus Kubuntu podcast and uh, pass your comments etc don't forget about the um, the theme music competition do uh, give us some good suggestions for what you think would be uh, some really good great theme music for the show uh, so we're going to sign off and say cheerio to you so uh, oh yeah and don't forget that Aaron's holding it up that's 3d printed KDE cog that is what's up for grabs and uh, these are unique unique uh, um, wait, 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 wait. Change the image so that uh, people can see Aaron. Oh, okay. It's still stuck on me. Is it? Uh, stop presenting. Let's try that. Ooh, no, it's still stuck on him. Uh, let me present to everyone. I'm there you go. Presenting. Hold that up again now, Aaron. There it is. So... So uh, that uh, you know the uh, the wonderful 3D printed look at the look at the quality of that never mind the quality look at the thickness <laughs> fantastic so uh, that's printed by uh, on Red Hat's 3D printer uh, so we're going to get you guys one of those it probably won't be that one because that one's going to Academy it'll probably be one that uh, that we get from uh, my 3D printer but we'll get one for you and that's going to be going to the person that who we choose the uh, the theme music from. So, um, come and join us next time. Full Circle Magazine, report back from Academy. Ronnie's going to be joining us. Do come and uh, get, uh, uh, come and join us. Uh, find when the show is going to be. It, uh, you can follow us on, on um, Google Plus, Kubuntu Podcast. Next show is going to be Wednesday, the 5th of August. Our shows are always going to be the first Wednesday in the month. Um, my name is Rick Timmis. You can find me on Google+. Plus. Search for me Rick Timmis, or you can check out my blog, which is sickrimit.blogspot. Uh, you can find me on IRC as either Rick Timmis or sickrimit. Come and find me. Come and say hi. It's been great talking with you. Good night from me. Over to you, Ovidiu. So my name is Ovidiu Florin Bogdan, as you can see it. And you can find... All, con all kinds of contact details from me from my blog, which is ovidio.geekaliens.com and from there you can find me on many social networks and other contact details. So, good night from me. Hey guys, Aaron Honeycutt. You can find me on usefloss.com, my blog, and all social media on there. See you next time, guys. <laughs>